With ETF approvals coming any day now, the market seems to be reacting positively as Bitcoin has roared past $45,000 once again. SBF is being let off the hook by the U.S. government for political donations, shocker, and crypto commercials are once again flooding the broadcast airwaves. Jamie Dimon is still a turd bucket, AI makes its crypto predictions, and we've got an amazing collection of Dragon Bull NFTs, which will soon be available to members of the Bad Crypto Nifty Club. Happy New Year 2024 to all from the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. It's the year of the dragon. Ah, and we've got dragon energy here to deliver all the latest news coupled with our meaningless commentary on this bad news. Episode number 707 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. Who's bad? Podcast 2024. What's up, bitches? I don't know about y'all, but this is our first podcast of the new year, and I'm way tired from all the holidays. In fact, my ass is dragging. Oh, I, I, I see what you did there. Yeah. So I was gonna uh, say these nuts are dragging. I'm tired from dragging these nuts, <laughs> but I didn't. I took the higher road. I went with this yeah, the ass. higher, but not the quite high enough road. <laughs> like the meat, it was it's about road. level, depending yeah. on the angle. It's the Bad Crypto Podcast show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious in our seventh year of badness. Joel Com here, Travis right there, and we've got news everywhere in this year of the dragon. By the way, Trav, I was born in the year of the dragon. This Ooh. is a, this is a big year for me. This uh, is a big Joel year. Oh, so this is your this would be nice the fifth the fifth year of the dragon you've experienced. Then essentially, maybe uh, the, actually no, probably yeah yeah because it's every twelve you're years. Born in, and then the twelfth year, the twenty fourth year, yeah, yeah, cool. So I I am gonna turn sixty in May, if you can believe. Dude, you that. look like you're in your forties, though, bro. So I, that's good. I thank you for that. I feel I I feel better than I have in a long time, and so uh, may we both have many years of badness before us. That's good. Well, we're gonna keep going, even if the market goes up, market goes down. It seems like we don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And because of that, we've got some news for you, and here it is. Recording this show at 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time on the 2nd of January in the year 2024, CoinGecko.com has things to say. For example, a $1.8 trillion market cap. Bitcoin, just shy of 45000 right now at 44956 Ethereum, 2356 BNB, $312. Solana, 106 XRP, 62.5 cents. Cardano, 60 cents. And Avalanche, big mover this last week, uh, right now at $40.5. Dogecoin, just outside of the top 10 at 9.1 cents. Mm-hmm. And there's been some really big winners this week. It's been really fun to sort of watch this thing. You know, look at Bitcoin SV, the uh, Craig, you know, Craig Satoshi uh, version of the uh, the Internet, apparently. You know, I was hearing like, oh, man, starting to rumble, starting to rumble. And then I didn't get into any because I'm like, eh, I'm trying to stay away from Bitcoin SV. But that thing went up almost 100 percent this week. 
internet computer who we've helped advise on some things. They've gone up over 50% this week, which was nice to see that thing getting on a little run. SEI is in, the top, is in the 56 overall right now. That's up 46%. Astar, I've heard of that. Um, Don't be such an astard. Yeah, you're such an astard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ar- Arbitrum, that's up 34%. Baker's up. Ordi is up. Ordi is those ordinals. There's some really interesting things going on here in the space. And as we know, as Bitcoin goes, Bitcoin goes, then some flows into altcoins, then all, all flows back into Bitcoin. And we are closing in, folks. If you look at the map, you zoom out, Joel, and see the two-year map, we're closing in on a two-year all-time high. Not yeah. the all-time, all-time high, but over the last two years, we haven't 47,000, I think, is that point there of that one little last-ditch effort of the last bull run. It did a little dip, and then it went 47, and then it – so we're getting close, folks. Last night, it was so awesome watching that thing roar over 44,000, and um, let's see where it goes. We're going to talk a little later on what AI thinks it's going to go on, but – this could be the start of something beautiful, Mr. Sir Lord Jolcom. So, of course, this is the headlines everywhere, and you're going to be able to see links to all of the stories we're going to cover in our show notes. So mm-hmm. if you go to Bad Co. And some Co. bullet points as well, so you can take those little bullet points and tweet them out if you like. Yeah, bull it points, because it's mm-hmm. a bull market. Mm-hmm. That's where bullet bull run points got its name. Uh, in the show notes, badco.in forward slash 707. And uh, people are paying attention, gang. Bitcoin is is back in the news. Uh, people are talking about it. They're expecting these ETFs that are going to be approved here, maybe as early as this week. I don't know what happens if uh, if they're not approved this week. I think we hang on just the same because we know that that they're coming. Uh, but I feel like we are just about ready to turn that corner. Like the door is open to the beginning of mainstream adoption, and we're just about to just slide right all up in that. Yeah, about to slide all on up in it. It could be really interesting as we're moving forward on this. And, you know, there's been it's it's interesting because a lot of Bitcoin miners are offloading. They offloaded 129 million Bitcoin in one day. And so we got the lowest reserves that we've had since May right now. And so now that there's 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 such a low amount of, of them in the reserve, I think with 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 this having coming up, setting up to go in April and slashing the minor rewards, I think there's that, that might be a supply shock down the road, and that could be part of the things that lead to a significant price change over time. Joel, Let, let's let's talk uh, theory on this little game theory on this because people are asking: Is the current price of Bitcoin uh, is the ETFs built into it? In other words, have we mm-hmm. seen this run up, and then the news happens, we have the ETFs, and then we sell, I, I think we see a small sell-off and an almost immediate baboom upwards because I, I read a great piece today. I don't know if you sent it to me or it was somebody else, but the uh, the theory is, is that you have these 12 different financial institutions in the U.S. that are going to be competing for market share. And so they're going to have their representatives on the phone with clients trying to get as many of them into their system as possible. You need to buy Bitcoin now. You need to buy Bitcoin now, which could send things moving very quickly. And that that theory actually makes sense to me that I don't think that we're going to see a big pullback from this. I think that we've got a lot of upside, not financial advice. Well, I mean, that's when the bull run really hits, you know, 
we start seeing days like that. Remember the very first time that in 2017, we were seeing bull run, that bull run happened. We were seeing like, whoa, $500 increase today. Oh my God, almost $1,000 in one day. We're going to see in the future where we're seeing, we like we're already seeing it now where it's like, you know, Bitcoin was what, 42 and all of a sudden, boom, it hit 45. So that was a $3,000 bump in one day. It's not going to be too long in my personal opinion that we're going to see like a five and a $10,000 day bump and maybe even a $20,000 bump in a day just because some news thing's going to happen and the thing's going to go baboosh. And, you know, as we make that march up to 69,000, the previous all-time high, and then probably go somewhere double that when it's all said and done, not financial advice, but that's what a lot of people are saying and even AI is that, you know, the, it's going to happen. It, it, it seems to happen quick. Once it hits that one point, it just kind of goes boom, 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 boom. It's like almost like over the course of less than a month, it does it. But, but then it's whenever so on the flip early. side, Joel, whenever it falls, mm-hmm. that thing goes blah, 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 blah. like it, it just falls off a cliff. I so don't like, think I think it's got to be good on this bad boy. I'm not sure that's going to happen this time. You know that that happened in the past. Because you have a lot of big yeah. money pulling their money out, but now you're going to have millions, millions, millions more people that are going to be buying into Maybe. Bitcoin. We thought this was going to be the case with the last bull run. Last bull run seemed a lot different to us, we were too, wrong. because, oh, people are doing stuff more with their crypto than just buying ICOs. Look at this. Oh, there's DeFi. There's this. There's that. And still, once the you know. It seems but, but Travis, to me, though, Joel, that probably the market's manipulated by these big dogs like BlackRock can just come in and thump it down on the table and be like, we're going to buy all this. We're going to do this. We're going to sell all this. So it's like there's still some big manipulation that can happen. And I think as long as we're on the team or the side where it's positive, we just got to be aware enough to get out when the time's to get out. But last time was still crypto bros. It was people in the industry for the most part that were driving it. And now that big money is coming in and and look there's ETFs around the world you know we're not the first but the US being the powerhouse the financial powerhouse that it is um these big you know multinational conglomerates getting in um being able to sell to US citizens is a big deal i feel like this is different i think like everybody was super hype on the bull run last time because we we wanted to push into mainstream adoption well mm-hmm. it wasn't time now it's coming to us and i feel like it's different I just, it's, it's gotta be, you know, once you go from having yeah. 10 million people, 20 million people having Bitcoin to a half a billion people having it, it it's clearly a game changer. Mm-hmm. So how well, do you that also, it- Joel, it talks about this article that you, that you're referencing right here. It talks about the SEI, the C network, um, that, that it rose over 75% because it's a pos it's, it's a, the popularity of the EVM compliant blockchains and parallelization. So what's going on, it seems to me is that, you know, some of these tokens that are going to be part of the thing that allows big money to get in from these Wall Street firms, those crypto tokens are going to have a big opportunity as well. And we might be seeing the beginnings of some of those. So what I would suggest for you folks is if you're listening right now, get on that top 100, look at some of those tokens that you've never seen before. Look at some of those ones that are having some big rises. 
do some research into them and maybe even email us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com if you find something that's really interesting because you know we're learning with this as you guys are learning right we'll never claim to be an expert in this space we are we are perpetual beginners of mind because we're all we all we want to learn as much as we can we once you get to a certain point where you think you know so much then your ego gets out of control and you end up not learning anymore and you end up getting wrecked so we don't want to get wrecked. We want to go to the moon. And so let's go to the moon together. Do some research on some of the stuff. You find some really cool stuff, let us know. We'd love to do some research on our own and then get back to you guys with ones you guys have recommended. So, you know, you reference the financial institutions being able to slap their wang on the table and, you know, cause things to happen pretty easily. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just so much corruption out there. And of course, we see it in the U.S. government as well, where uh, this tweet from Colin Rugg on X dot com also known as twitter says the u.s government is dropping six charges against crypto scammer sam bankman fried including campaign finance violations and conspiracy to commit bribery charges making bribes with stolen money is fine as long as that money is going to u.s politicians he donated 100 million to the 2020 midterms lots of dark money groups linked to people like mitch mcconnell and chuck schumer and look at this video i believe it's a real video maxine waters one of the most corrupt yeah. people in congress blowing a kiss to Sam Bankman-Fried. Love you, Sammy. Thanks for the donation. You're off the hook, brah. Thanks for the fat cash. Yeah, Paul Speary is another tweet that we're referencing that I'll put in the show notes as well. He says that what they're covering up and what they risked coming out at trial is how dirty these FTX funds were. So mm -hmm. they were being laundered into the DNC through something called Mind the Gap. That's a Democrat dark money operative. And then the whole operation apparently, allegedly, was ran by SBF's mom, who, according to this, is a radical Democrat activist working under the cover of academia through Stanford. So here's a New York Post article to that. Here's Paul Speary's post. You know, it, there's something weird going on when they just say, hey, you know what? Of all 60, how many do you have? 16 different things against him? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then they said, we're going to get rid of all of these and only the seven that you've already... Uh, go, going to prison for for life, essentially 120 years or whatever it was. We'll see. We're not even going to talk about all the rest of the stuff. Well, it's almost how the government ignores Epstein's client list is how they're ignoring F SBF sort of client list also. Sentencing so, hasn't I think this happened. Is the one way that they can assure that SBF doesn't kill himself. There's no sentencing. Sure. We don't even yet. want to talk about any of that, Joel. It's not sanctioned. No sentencing yet. Hasn't happened yet. The sentencing for his crimes is, is still yet to come. And uh, there's a lot of people in the U.S. that are upset. Well, they with... were talking about how it was like those seven counts of fraud that he's already been convicted Should. on. I guess that must have been speculation that it's they were speculation. saying 120 there's years not, for that. I guess he doesn't have it. And so basically now they're dropping all of his additional charges and he still hasn't gotten his original sentencing yet like dude they're going to give him a powder puff on his ass and a kiss on the cheek and tell him thank you and sorry for his inconvenience yeah seems like at this point so people in uh, the u.s uh, congress are unhappy with the chairman of the sec gary gensler and some are saying we want to fire him mostly representatives warren davidson and tom emmer republicans from ohio and uh, minnesota respectively wrote 2024 would be a great time to fire Gary Gensler, pass the SEC Stabilization Act, hold the SEC accountable for its corruption, and end the accredited investor rule that protects deal flow for the donor class. I'm, I'm a fan of all this. I think 2024 is a great year to clean house in uh, in our government. Man, I love what this guy, this president in Argentina 
is doing like he's eliminating departments and jobs he's privatizing stuff and he's empowering people once again it's wild watching that dude he was flying it's da- he's, he's doing some dumb dangerous stuff though too like he's flying com- commercial airlines like in in coach <laughs> like dude well i mean i mean it's okay to protect yourself a little bit you probably need to have some you know presidential security around you or something but he's he's just he's thunking on the table he's like a plunk here we yep. go it's crazy watching what that dude's doing but i'll tell you what these are two lawmakers that i'm that i have got some good feelings from because of what they've been doing pushing to try to remove gary Gensler. that's great the SEC Stabilization Act to try to eliminate the chairman's role and maybe even introduce another commissioner to prevent dominance by a single political party. That is good. And then both of those guys also oppose the Federal Reserve issuing a CBDC. They think that that threatens the civilization of the world. And, you know, I agree. I don't want us to have a digital dollar, but I think that they're going to try to make things more lenient and at first or something to keep crypto going. And then they're going to vote. They're obviously going to try to drop that thing. Then it's going to be for us to really sort of rebel in a, in a, in a friendly, safe way where it's like, Oh, you can only pay with your digital dollars. Like, no, this is the, like that one did when he bought that one dude who bought strawberries in the UK. And he's like, no, right. this is legal currency. I'm going to buy these strawberries. Here's a dollar 38 pound, 38, 38 pence, whatever buying it. Right. It's like we we have to sort of rebel against it. And then and then companies will go, ah, we have more power than we realize in a lot of cases, Joel. We just don't utilize it because we're so pat. We're we're just passive about everything. We're like nah, complacent. Civil disobedience is definitely uh, is definitely needed. Uh, again, from the U.S. government, the Senate Ethics Committee, Ethics Committee sounds like an oxymoron, is mm-hmm. urged to investigate Senator Elizabeth Warren on misleading crypto statements. She said um, on, where was it she said this? Um, she was on Fox Business on Thursday, and she made comments that crypto has an anti-money laundering problem, which, of course, it doesn't. And uh, um, Perry Ann Boring slammed her and said it does not have an AML problem. The vast majority of illicit finance goes through the traditional financial system and legacy banking infrastructure. It's demonstrable. It's provable. It's not up for debate. Um, she says it's not happening in the cryptocurrency space, mm-hmm. and they want to hold her accountable. These these people that go up to Capitol Hill, they don't know squat. They are just in it for uh, for themselves, for the power they get. They do not have the best interests of the people at heart, and they've demonstrated it. And yet people in these districts and states continue to send them back with absolutely no evidence that they've followed through on their promises or done a darn thing. Mm-hmm. No, like, darn well, thing. You know, it's supposed to be for the people, but for them, it's for their profits, right? I mean, they go in there and they're worth very little. Like even what's her face, AOC, she went into Congress when she was worth about two thousand dollars. I read now she's worth over thirteen million dollars. Like, how is that possible with a two hundred thousand dollar a year salary, right? And so there's so much corruption and stuff going on at these upper levels. It, it's not, it's not Congress, man. It's our, it's the ruling class. And it's rules for thee, but not not for me. And that's kind of how they look at it. And so, you know, that stop the crypto ban. There's a petition out for that. And there's over 10,000 signatures already on that document saying, hey, we do not want you to be banning crypto. Keep your hands off of crypto, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. 
Yeah. yeah. She's a fake one. Uh, you know, and here's another one again from the world. Did financial you say faux Kahanas? Faux. Yeah. Because she's fake. Nice. Uh, from the, the traditional financial systems, Jamie Dimon, you know, has bashed Bitcoin for years. Uh, but meanwhile, what is uh, JP Morgan Chase doing? They're doing crypto. Of course they are. They've got, uh, they have a key role in BlackRock's proposed ETF. Look at the, smi the smug smile on this guy over here. Just dude, they, absolutely. All, they all have that, dude. And for me, you know, JP Morgan, he was one of the worst dudes, in my opinion. The way that Rockefeller and JP Morgan and all those really early sort of, uh, you know, entrepreneurs that were that were making things happen back in the day, you know, they, they had profits only on their mind. And here we are now with BlackRock and some of these other ones and then JP Morgan. They're opposed to it, but now they're, hey, they're they're involved in it. And so it just kind of gives you a little bit of their hypocritical nature and how they how they work. But, you know, the financials industries, their tendency is to prioritize profit. And if you look over the last 12 to 14 years, Joel, of Bitcoin's profitability, since Bitcoin launched, it's up like 6 billion percent or something stupid. Dude. It's just like, yeah. You'd have got in early, like, oh my God, you will never have to worry about a thing. Has anybody checked on Peter Schiff lately? I he, I think he shipped his pants over the Christmas holiday. I mean, he's you know he's been saying every time Bitcoin goes down that it's going to zero, it's going to zero. And now with these ETFs coming, he's got like at some point he's going to have to capitulate and go. All right, if you had bought Bitcoin ten years ago instead of gold, you would be far wealthier. Way way wealthier. It's, so that, it's just, I mean. Literally, like I think in 2012, 2011, gold was worth maybe what, 1100, 1200 bucks. We're sitting here now, it's gone up a thousand dollars. It's not even doubled in price over the last 12 years. And then Bitcoin went on that ridiculous torrid run. And then there's only been one year where Bitcoin didn't have a positive net gain. Mm -hmm. One. One. Can't say the same for gold. Although gold is over 2000 now, it's kind of nice, mm -hmm. but uh, nowhere near what Bitcoin's. Yeah been able Crypto to took do a big dump in 2022 that was the only year that it really ever took a huge dump like that really and then so, people lost money from the price on january 1st to the price on december 31st it's pretty good cz would like to take a huge dump in the uae where his kids live <laughs> but the uh the courts will not give him permission they to won't leave. let him take a dump Nope, they're saying he can't leave the states because he's a flight risk while he's awaiting mm. sentencing for his criminal charges. He's been forbidden from traveling abroad. Uh, mm. So he might be one of the only people who like goes the opposite way on the southern border. Yeah. Let me get the hell out of here, amigo. All Crazy. right, yeah. So he's out on a $175 million bond right now after pleading guilty to violating the Bank Secrecy Act. So apparently he's in knowing he did some things, eh? But he can't see his family right now, so that sucks. That ain't so, cool. Sorry about that, CZ. Good that luck ain't next cool. Time. Two days into uh, the year, and we've already got our first hack of the year in South Korea. The Orbit Bridge lost $80 million in a hack. Uh, that was uh, that happened because private keys were compromised. So congratulations yeah. to Orbit for being the seven. first. Seven out of ten multi-sig signers. That's crazy. First. They're the first. I'm, I'm sure there'll be many more wherever there's money. Uh, guys, make sure your funds are secured. Make sure you hold your keys, not your keys, not your crypto. Mm -hmm. That's just how it Here's works. Here's something fun, Mr. Joe Com. What's that? I've noticed this too. I'm starting to see some crypto commercials on TV. I saw one. I did see one for Bitwise and I saw 
something else, some other one too. And I was like, oh, dude, crypto commercials are back. And that's what this article right here is talking about. Crypto ads have been making a comeback with Bitwise and Van Eck. They're creating mobile-focused commercials. Uh, I did see one on YouTube. And then Solana, the Saga phone, they're reselling for thousands of dollars, boosted by these unclaimed bonk airdrops. Bonk. So if you got a Solana Saga phone, there's some bonk sitting on there for you. Um, but I got a bong downstairs waiting for me, but that's a little different. I think that's that's very different. And you're going to see more and more of the commercial. And I, look, I don't watch commercial TV at all, so I wouldn't even know what they're you showing. You watch YouTube but, and you watch other shows. And so these, you'll do, you will see, do you have like the YouTube premium so you don't yeah, see the ads? Yeah, what? I don't, I pay, I pay extra. Like people are like, I'm not going to pay to not see commercials. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm paying. Oh, they're raising the price $2. I'm fine. I don't care. I don't want to see your stupid commercials. So <laughs> yeah, here, okay. take, it's worth it to me to not deal with with that yeah. so uh, but they're out there and uh, a lot more are going to be coming and this is brilliant uh chief justice uh john roberts of the u.s supreme court says he predicts ai will significantly impact legal work at the trial level while saying ai usage by legal teams requires caution and humility that's a nothing burger of a story like file under no shit sherlock <laughs> well and realistically if you had a clean ai that had all the laws and all the you know, all the lawyer words from all the law books and all the land, right? Like, this is one of the best cases for AI because you can almost be like, if you're a, if you're a judge and you're like, well, here's the law and, oh, and here's the cases that, here's the precedents for that, here it all is. Like, this is going to save, this is going to save folks in the law industry just thousands of hours, man. But it's also, I think, now... I think that's got to be a perplexing thing for law firms, right? Because now if they can have AI do something that would take them 10 hours before and that takes them 20 minutes, are they still going to bill out those 10 hours? Probably. Yeah. How long do we have the billing? It's going to make it quicker for them to do. How long do we have AI courts, right? Where Because if you feed the law, the law and only the law in, and then you program the AI to interpret that law and apply it to various cases. I wonder how many times, you know, because in our courts, for example, Supreme Court, you got nine justices and sometimes you have five to four rulings, sometimes six to three, sometimes seven to two. But if AI gives a ruling and supports it, then, you know, it's, it's AI is going to be unanimous with itself. Right. Yeah. But I would also say this is that, you know, laws are reserved for laws of the universe. And my, you know, gravity is a law. Everything else is just rules. A lot of this stuff is just bullshit human rules that they want to put us under with a whole lot of extra control. So a lot of them probably could be eliminated. But I would also say is I would prefer that if we're going to go through lawsuits and do instead of this law, the law fair that's going on where they're using sort of law and going to war against certain political parties and stuff, I think that should be called out and be like, based on AI, this is like... Why, why is a Soros-funded DA going to release all these people back into, you know, the population when they should be in jail? But then other people who did the same thing, they're not they're not getting released. And then it's just it's just not balanced right now. And so I think a lot of people are getting frustrated with that. So I think AI could help. But I really wouldn't want to have AI only because then it lacks empathy and there's like some situations well, that, sure. you know, would maybe change. So it's like I think maybe maybe the aid in what we're doing but don't take it over because that's draconian to be clear i'm not suggesting we do it oh well, you're trying to be draconian why are you such a dick Taylor? it's gonna happen that's what's Ooh. gonna happen and, and ai 
uh, is also predicting the price of Bitcoin in this article here. Uh, where the the long story short is that the uh, uh, which ones have predicted. So Google's Bard said that 2024 will find us with an all time high of around 120,000. Um, there's others that have predicted a wider range and we have some analysts that are not AI that are saying we can hit as high as 532,000 on this. Um, mm. I am going to stick with my prediction of 150,000. That's going to be our mm. peak for the year. So I'm, mm. I'm getting a little bolder than AI. I'm using yeah. JI, Joel Intelligence. Yeah. Well, I was using Trav AI and I determined that I do think 120,000 is reasonable. I don't think it will go over 250,000. The number that I kind of sit on is around 180,000 because that would almost be a 3X from the all-time high previously. And then based on the previous bull runs, there's been at least a 3X return on from the previous high. So like last time there was almost a... 3.5x from the previous high of 20,000. Now we're, we went to 69,000. If we took around 3x, that's going to get us up to maybe 200,000. So, I mean, probably, you know, at least 150,000 and then maybe somewhere up as to 200,000. But I think the biggest thing on this, Joel, is right now the total crypto market cap is about $1.8 trillion right now. And once this ETF happens, we're going to see trillions of dollars injected into the crypto market through those ETFs. So some of that's going to be not included in the crypto market per se, the official one, but it's going to be part of the overall crypto market because the ETF is going to be traded with like traditional stocks and stuff. So it's going to be interesting, but think about that. The total commodity markets and, and the gold markets and some of these other ones, like the total crypto industry market is still so low compared to everywhere else. And so that's where I think that there's going to be a big money. We, we could see, I think, as a more accurate goal, I think we'll see at least $5 trillion total crypto market cap, not Bitcoin in itself, but overall, all the cryptos will equal at least 10, probably going, or, or at least five, probably going on 10, probably around seven or $8 trillion. And then people are going to be like, oh, it's going to hit 10 trillion. It's going to hit, and it's not. The bottom's going to drop out and go down to about three trillion or something. Well, let's uh, let's bookmark this show with the predictions in it. Um, this is not Mickey Mouse stuff that we're talking about here, but uh, <laughs> okay. but this story from the it NFT is. world is. So I got to say, Trav, um, a few days ago, I got an email from a news source that I used, and it said in there in like three days the copyright for the very earliest Mickey Mouse that we saw in the Steamboat Willie Disney cartoons mm -hmm. was getting ready to expire. Um, Disney could not retain it under their cop under copyright laws, and it went into the public domain. And I thought to myself, self, this would be a great opportunity to make some NFTs. Well, I did not do that, but others did. And check this out. The Steamboat Willie NFTs that went for sale, this one collection here was number one trending and did 521 ETH. Using existing artwork, the, the effort that went into this was so minimal. minimal. Whoever made this is, they are laughing their way to the bank. I mean, 521 ETH is... Well, that's the total volume. They didn't personally make that. That was like secondary volume and stuff, or was that... I wonder how much from the initial sale... Yeah. Uh, it's good, or if they gave them away for free, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. there's several collections here that the top one, two, and Dude, three. Disney should have done that right ahead of the time, right? It's like okay, so we're gonna lose it. Let's launch some Steamboat Willie yes. NFTs, and then 
that, you know, they, they could have pulled in something and done something kind of fancy and fun with it, knowing they were going to lose their uh, their copyright. Of uh, it. VV, so, VV did that in the the VV app. They last year or two years ago, they released huh. uh, in their deal with Disney. They released Steamboat Willie. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy that somebody can work, work, work to create a business. And somebody comes in and goes, oh, we can use that artwork now. We can sell that. And mm-hmm. now we're making we're making money. Well, I mean, we got AI now. We can just go in and tell it pretty much anything we wanted to create, and it creates a creates something out of our imagination from words and converts it into something completely beautiful. So this uh, lawyer told Cointelegraph people cannot use Steamboat Willie's version of Mickey to make anyone think their work is affiliated with Disney. Okay, so unaffiliated. Uh, here's here's a collection. Okay, so this guy did it here. This guy set up a manifold. Uh, collection of it 2000 with a price of 0.001 uh, which is two dollars each i'm not sure how many of these he sold on manifold but you know look if you're using other versions of mickey mouse uh you're gonna get sued by disney don't do it i just got hungry travis i, I want some cookies i love that one shirt that you said what was this like what's your shirt says yes i do accept your cookies. yes i do accept cookies absolutely <laughs> i do it's one of my life is good shirts uh, which doesn't fit me anymore because i've lost weight and i had to get rid of it so not a bad oh. problem uh nfts are the new cookies is the uh, title on this blockworks article you know we've been talking for years travis how nfts are the new loyalty card how mm-hmm. companies and brands issuing nfts to consumer wallets now can identify who owns what and reward them accordingly. Um, This article goes on to talk about how loyalty is not just about the programs and and identifying people, but there's also a certain, well, let's just say um, ethical violation to the fact that now they can track people for ads. This could end up becoming a way that um, this is better than cookies. Because Dude, well, the remember trail. back early on, I think it was in 2019, I bought the domain NFT Commerce because mm-hmm. it's coming. It's like we could see that these kinds of things are going to be utilized for these types of tools and the advertising data and the old cookie dying and this kind of people opting in in a way kind of makes it kind of makes it really cool. So this could be something obviously to keep an eye on. We've been watching NFT since 2017. We're seeing them evolve. I don't think that they are just PFPs. There's so many different ways to use it. However, PFPs and cool little images are fun to do, right, Joel? Absolutely. We love it. And uh, you have been busy creating a uh, a new collection to commemorate the upcoming bull run and the year of the dragon and crypto and you tweeted about it here just this week uh, you've been super busy on dolly making these check out the 2024 crypto bull dragons that travis has been creating uh, talk about these and i'll just go through the ones that you posted here on twitter yeah so these are essentially like a pixelated sort of a thing i was looking at this i was like man it's we're, we're seeing something really cool. It's the, the 2024 is the year of the dragon with the Chinese uh, Zodiac. Right. And 2024 is going to be an epic bull run. So I was like, dude, I just kind of merged it together. So, oh, so I, I so I've created uh bad crypto GPT. Right. And I've sent a link to I think it's uh, badco.in forward slash GPT. Right. So we pro I programmed all kinds of cool shit into this one. And now 
um, I can go in and I've just been working on this one from based on all the stuff that we know about NFTs and this and that. And let's say that 2024 is the year of the, the, the crypto bull run and it's the 2024 year of the dragon. Let's create a cool one by one image of the what I was calling it, the crypto bull dragon king was I was calling it. Mm -hmm. And so there we go. We got all kinds of these things now and there's 24 of them. I think we're going to decide how exactly we want to how we want to necessarily do these because I think that we we could give one that everyone has that same official one, but then maybe sell the other ones as a one of one for super cheap. That way, people could have those and have that be their little avatar to help them on their uh, their their 2024 bull. And run. and maybe we tie a piece of utility to it. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. But if you want to get the free one, you have to be in the Bad Crypto Nifty Club. Go to badcrypto.uncut.network. And you want this NFT right here, the Bad Crypto Nifty Club. You can buy it right now for $4.73 and have it. When you get, Once you have it, you start getting airdrops from us. We create a lot of different things. And um, there's probably been, what, 30 or so, maybe more airdrops mm -hmm. so far. But this is a different one. We've only done it a couple of times where we've done them as a set. We did the Cornetopia ones. If you had claimed the the, uh, the original Corn Wizard, there was a hundred of those, and you got dropped a Cornetopia character. Um, we also did the the five Ethereum's. We did six Bitcoins in a collection. And so this is the fourth collection I think that we've done, unless there was another one in there that I'm not thinking of. Oh, the but Ethereum the, uh, the there. Bull yeah. Dragon Run, and that could be fun. Maybe we could do that at the beginning of each year as we play around as AI gets even cooler. I don't know what the next year is, year of the snake or the year of the rat or whatever, kind of the adding the bull run to it. Well, especially this year because it's a bull run. That's why this one's kind of fun. Right. We're going into some crypto winners and some of those other ones. So maybe they won't be as fun. So we're going to drop this just a few days after this episode releases. And if you want to get a free one, then you need to have this NFT. And of course, you'll get free future airdrops of other nfts as well badcrypto.uncut.network get this red spinny nft with myself and sir lord travis spinning around and somehow not getting dizzy and nauseous it never stops and yet we remain steady we're here for you at the republic of bad cryptopia and we're glad that you guys are along with us for this ride it's going to be yeah. a super super exciting year and i think if you are smart with your investments and uh, remember pigs get fat hogs get slaughtered uh you know so no one to take profits it's never a bad idea in my non-professional financial uh, advice to say it never hurts to take money off the table never hurts to take profits that's what i say i say that what do you say travis and i say Life is good, and this is a this is a fun time to be doing what we're doing. I, look in the notes. I just sent I just sent the one. I just did a Galactic Explorer Bull Dragon, and that one is awesome. Nice. What's funny is I got I got about forty of them now that I've done. So I need to up I need to upload them, Joel, and then you and I need to look at them and see which ones we like the best, and then we'll name. I'll have them all in named which ones we like. But dude, some, some of them. It's going to be hard to cut some of them because they're so cool, but I only think we need to have 24 of them and uh, make them relevant and uh, rock and roll. And, and with that, I guess there's only one thing left to do. Um, you have dessert? Well, I, well, you can have that a little bit later on. Try again. Um, get a haircut? 
No, I did we that already. That, but I'm, this is I'm what we normally it. say at the end of most every show, and this will be the first time it's been said in 2024. Oh my gosh, do I get to say it? You get to say it. I get to say it. Stay bad. I said it. I did it. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. It's great. <laughs> The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.